0: All right, good morning, everybody, and welcome in. It's a Monday. Miller and Condon are with you for the next couple of hours. For those of you who have the day off, we trust you're enjoying it. If you're listening to us, uh, we appreciate that. Whether you work or you're at home, whether you're off or slaving away at your whatever it is that you do to put that roof over your head, thanks for coming in. Busy show here today. Rob Doster you going to talk basketball, college basketball on a national scale with Rob. Normally, he's in the uh, second hour of the program, but we've switched things. Up today, he's going to join us at about ten thirty. We'll go a lot around college basketball, but we will get this national voices perspective on at least two of the uh, local teams. Trent, there might come a time when maybe a couple of the other local teams are working their way into the conversation with Rob Doster mm-hmm, How about yes. those Bulldogs. Do it again.
1: Do it again. Now, they almost melted down at the end. I don't know if you... I did not. Yeah, they. I was listening to Ad Meyer finish up the call as I was making my way here in the studio to get ready for Saturday Night Wrestling, and it was a little dicey there at the end. They, I mean, they were controlling the basketball game. Valpo started hitting some shots late, but another victory for the Bulldogs. Your first
0: place. Great Bulldogs. Indeed. You and I find themselves right in the mix as well. They are, I guess, essentially, technically tied for fourth, but there's a whole bunch of teams that they're tied for fourth with. And sadly, Trent, one of those teams is going to find themselves playing on Thursday night, which maybe is or isn't fair, but that's the boat that mm-hmm. they are in. Uh, we'll talk about Iowa. We'll talk about Iowa State. Dylan Mons is going to join us at 1115. Scott Dockerman at the bottom of the second hour of the program as we will uh, take a look back at well, Certainly the improbable finish. It was a pretty good basketball game, really physical basketball game. And the Iowa State game, boy, oh boy, they never gave the Wildcats a chance. Jim. No. You know, here's what uh, where I want to start is I want to turn the clock back well, in a lot of ways. Um, but th- in this way, only a, a year to mm-hmm. – remember what it was like last February doing this? It was terrible.
1: Yeah, I mean, we have Rob Doster on today, and we will talk about Iowa and Iowa State with Rob. Mm-hmm. Wasn't the, That wasn't last year. Trent, we didn't talk about, well, we did, but,
0: I mean, I adopted Nebraska. <laughs> right, right. Just and to, they didn't even make the big dance. And they didn't make, make the big dance. It was, it, was as, it was as long of a basketball season in our state last year as we've had in a long, long time. Not one of the four had a pulse.
1: And we normally have that. If even, you get one. Yes, even in the years where Iowa and Iowa State, say the last... 2007, 2008, yes, we had Drake. The last 15 years that I've been doing this, there's somebody. Right. There's something to talk about. Okay, Iowa State's down, but Iowa's up, or mm-hmm. vice versa. Where right. you and I's really good, and not just good enough to win the NBC, but maybe beat a team like Kansas. Mm-hmm. We have those storylines.
0: Last year, they were all bad. Yeah, you know, I passed on a chance to go to that game. Peralt was working with really? me. Really? Joel was wanting to send both of us, and he's, nah, I don't want to go to Oklahoma. Are
1: they playing in Ankeny?
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, Peralt went down there, so Matt saw the U uh, and the I Kansas game. And uh, anyways, um, I don't know which one we should start with. I guess we should do it as the way the games unfolded. One of them was at three. One of them was at five. I'm not putting the importance or the finish one over the other. Both of these schools, all of our schools, uh, need to keep winning these games and, you know, tick, uh, ticking them off the schedule as we march forward to um, to tournament time and into Selection Sunday, and clearly two of the teams are going to be in it. It's it's sad. You know, I wish that um, – do these – Non power five schools, maybe, maybe there isn't a one size fits all when it comes to conferences. It's so much more difficult to win the regular season than to get hot on a weekend. Right. Yet if you get hot on a weekend, you're the one that gets the, you know, the reward with the automatic bid. Uh, I've always wondered if they're doing it right in that perspective. I'm not sure they are.
1: I like what the WCC, what Gonzaga plays in, the West Coast Conference, what they've done in the past where the top two seeds get buys into the semifinals. So it, it takes away, a the grind that you have to get to, even even if you're playing three games, three games in three days mm-hmm. can be tough. Sure, and teams are built different ways. Get them that by you got to win too. and and I think that is maybe a four, more fair representation, you know, of teams and what you got to do at that power level. But the the other kind of component you get into is like a year this year in the MVC. There's a bunch of teams all mixed together, and when there's a three four way tie for first place, do you want to have to settle teams. it in
0: St. Louis? The
1: credit of the double buy, Uh you you kind of fall into that trap too. But I think that is maybe the best way that I've seen because that's what you want. You don't want the 5C getting hot and taking your bid and then get pummeled in the first Mm -hmm. round of the tournament. You want to put your best team out there because of the money that's involved. I mean, you saw the financials last year in that run, what oh it did my
0: for God. the NBC, it's Remarkable. It's millions upon mm-hmm. millions of dollars for each Paid victory. Paid out over the next, I think it's five years, is yes, it not? Yes,
1: absolutely.
0: And it's shared amongst everybody in the conference equally. So yes. I wonder if Drake fans remember how to get to St. Louis. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I mean, they're going, I would think that they would be going in mass this year. They've got a legitimate chance. Look, they're going to be playing on Friday. Mm-hmm. That'll be their first game. I don't know what seed they're going to get. It's either going to be if they win, they'll play at noon. If they lose, or if they're second, they'll play what three or 230? Uh, 230? The two thirty. Uh two
1: thirty seed. No, the four or five games at two thirty. Six o'clock for the two seed. Okay, three six the, is the nightcap.
0: Three and that's it. About eight thirty if everything yes. is on time. It's a it's a great tournament. I mm-hmm. loved going down there. I've uh, covered it. Um, I don't know three or four times. Love the St. Louis aspect. it, it really is to me, anyways. The the official start of March Madness. Mm-hmm. It is. And last year, the Big Ten screwed it up. Yeah, well, the yeah, by moving, you're right. Madison Square mm-hmm. Garden
1: had to go a week early because the Big East holds precedent yes, there, they and do. they will. And yep. good for them. that yep. Even with the departure of the Big East as we knew it, mm-hmm. keeping the, the Catholic schools together and... and I still
0: like the Big East tournament. Oh, MSG. I love the Big East Tournament, yes. Trent. Absolutely do. It ends on Saturday night, which mm-hmm. is great. The Big 12, they end on Saturday night, too, which early is... Early evening, Early, right? yes. It's early. 5
1: o'clock, something uh-huh. like
0: that? 5 yep. o'clock tip. So, uh, looking forward to the Big 10 Tournament as, it's, as we sit here today. I'm scheduled to be in Chicago, and I love the city of Chicago, so yes. uh, looking forward to going down Hopefully there. Hopefully get
1: a little better weather.
0: Yeah, boy, oh boy. We're supposed to, we're supposed to get clobbered again tomorrow night into we? Wednesday. Oh, man. Like, like, maybe as bad as what we just got, for crying out loud. This hmm. Winnipeg weather. This really is. Uh, I was pleasant. remarking
1: we were going to Costco yesterday to pick up some supplies. The drifts there around Jordan Creek, how they had it piled up. I've lived here now 11 years. I've never seen anything like this. No, it's
0: amazing. It's amazing. You know, I cringe when I have to write the uh, Homeowners Association dues. Yes. You know, a couple of hundred a month. Uh, and then the last couple of years, there was no snow. Oh, boy, yeah. oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> That check's a little yeah. more difficult to write <laughs> that those I could have done that. Yeah. Oh man, this year it's it's so great to have them just anyways. Yeah. Uh so let's go let's go to Iowa State and K State. Mm-hmm. Dean Wade gets hurt in a basketball game. I don't think it would have made a difference. Iowa State never gave him a chance. I didn't think Trent. No. Uh they just opened up on this team. Um you know, Horton Tucker was incredible, incredible in the first half. Wigginton then takes over that basketball game. Cam Lard, uh, got teed up at the, uh, up at the end and he was, you know, you could see it coming almost. I think it was, um, kind of like a body of work that he was teed up with that one for because he's gotten away with maybe a couple this year. Look, he's an emotional kid. Yes. You, do you, do, do you try and, I don't don't think think you do either. That's the way, and even when he's not on the floor. Mm When you when some one of his teammates makes a big shot, he's doing exactly that on the bench. He's up and he you know he's almost like one of the guys on the end of the bench. That yep. that's their job. That's not Cam Large's job, but yet there he is, willing to uh, uh, to do that and to extol his teammates and love his game. Um, Halliburton struggling to shoot basketball a little bit, but look, he's still playing a pile of minutes. Weiler Bab, this was look, and I said it. I thought K State was the best team in the conference, and Iowa State going on the road into Manhattan in a must win spot for them and for the conference. <laughs> really, as they carried the hopes of well, not nine other teams, but certainly Kansas and Texas Tech uh, on their shoulders, and mission accomplished. What a win for the Cyclones! And now Dean Wade is out, and they've got what they've got a gimme tonight, I think, don't they? Is it West Virginia? West Virginia. They got Oklahoma State. Those are their next two before a week from now, Oof. and a big Monday showdown at. Kansas. So Wade won't play tonight, and I wouldn't think that he would play on Saturday because apparently he didn't practice all week in leading up to the Iowa state game it's the same foot it was mm-hmm. a tendon in his foot that prevented him from you know participating until well until the iowa state game uh Ed hilton earlier this year he that's be not careful a good injury.
1: tonight be careful tonight you think so you think a letdown without your guy without the without wade it's west virginia it's on the road it's mm-hmm. that long road trip I mean, it is it's a quick turnaround they left yesterday and
0: after getting yeah. beat on saturday just you know their leader is
1: because on paper this is an awful matchup. Like, terrible.
0: Uh, I don't, well, Big Twelve, Big Monday. Yeah. Sorry,
1: might be, have a game. I, I'm just. What's the number? Six and a half. <laughs> of course, you know right off the bat. Well, maybe maybe you know where I've been looking a uh-huh. lot. I got a few more numbers to crunch. Hey, by
0: the way, you must have had a really good weekend because when we were doing our klaxons on yes. Friday, we do that every Friday at eleven forty-five, and we're grateful to Andy and Company Out in Klaxons in Altoona for allowing us to give a thirty-five and a twenty-five dollar gift certificate away, and we'll do so again on Friday. I, if I would have been playing, I, I would have stunk. You I on the other Iowa hand, State. you loved Iowa loved State. Iowa State. I'm not sure you had a strong Iowa. Oh, I, I like you like Rutgers. I liked Rutgers, like and they Rutgers. Covered. They covered. Oh, they did cover. They covered. It was one and a half. Well, yeah, and well, and that's what. Well,
1: we had it at four and a half. The official line I think was two and a half. Okay, it was two and a half. is what it went off at. That's a cover. Yeah, it's a, a one cover. Point game or two mm-hmm. point game. And uh, Drake. That was one that I missed. They were a big favorite. I think they, I got a push. It was five, but it was five and a half most, most places. Mm-hmm. And then I loved our other game, our, our national game that we picked. Trent. I love Kentucky. Ooh. And when I told you the number. I was shocked. It was two and a half. That came I to thought Kentucky Tennessee would be favored.
0: And it op- Did you see where it opened Friday? I did not. Four and a
1: half. Wow. Kentucky by four and a half. So, and that's, te,
0: so ten, a lot of Tennessee like, money came in, apparently. Yes. Well, there's a lot of disappointed people then because, uh, I mean, Washington was just, other, he was all world in that game. Shows you if you come back, work
1: on your game. P.J. Washington probably would have been a late first-round pick. Probably,
0: yeah. yeah. He's, all right, let's take a flyer. Yeah, because he team. was a surprise when he said that he's mm-hmm. taking his name out.
1: And now he's a lottery pick. Yes, he is. And he has worked on his game, mm-hmm. got better at the points that this is what you need to work on. Coming back's not a bad thing. Tyler Cook, coming back's bad thing. Mm-hmm. Lindell Talk about him. How about that stretch? Back and forth, back and forth. Iowa State get up four. Kansas State would answer with a bucket. He hit, though, two big threes. Massive threes. And it just took all the air out of the, the building. separation. Yep. And Iowa State controlled it from there on they out. They did. They did. Coming back can be a good thing. You don't have to jump just because you have the opportunity. There are things to be gained in coming back to college. Sometimes that gets missed, unfortunately,
0: anymore. Yeah, it is, and, and look, we benefit when they do. We, mm-hmm. as Mems, uh, I'm putting us all in the fan category of the sport that we get to see these kids for another year. Or so, um, yeah, Lindell Wigginson was unbelievable. Uh, Horton Tucker was unbelievable in the basketball game. I love Cam Ward what uh, what he our Cam uh, what what he was able to do coming off the bench. And um, Lard was how many do you have? Eight, something six? like that. Yeah, but it, but it was other things it was blocking. It yes. was uh it was the defensive end of the floor. You could tell by watching the game what there was there was, lap, there was moments of lapses. Um but you could tell that that was a, an emphasis of this past week, I got to think that the uh, Prom got into these kids pretty good, you know. Once they started, because I think when I, I saw an interview with him, when was me? When did the media have an it opportunity? Was Tuesday? Yeah, wanna, Tuesday, it was early last right. week, your Tuesday, whatever it was. I think it was Tuesday. Yeah, uh and Prom said we're going to work on ourselves mm-hmm. before they start implementing the K State game plan. Well, what does that mean? You're going to stand. You're going to be spend a lot of time on the defensive end of the floor. Mm-hmm. And I thought that showed Lard was terrific. Michael Jacobson did his thing, especially early in the basketball game. Horton talked her during the first half. Yeah, Couldn't stop him. No. He when he gets going like Uh that,
1: this Iowa State team, this is a team that can make a big run.
0: Look at the threes he hit. How many did he finish with?
1: Handful? Threes in the game? Threes. He had six. He had six. There you go. Taylor Horton-Tucker's hitting six threes. You're the other team.
0: You throw hands up you're, and say, probably not our day. not going to win that one, no. no doubt about it. And conversely, K-State, Snead gave them nothing. Brown is, uh, boy, a good player, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brown is a really he good player. He kept them
1: in the game in the first half. I, yeah. It felt like Iowa State, they were up seven at the half? 38-31. Th-
0: yes, 38-31. Felt like
1: they should have been up double digits. And mm. I think we had that conversation another game earlier this year. I can't remember what it is, but it was one of those games without Barry Brown. And this is this has always been my concern with Kansas State. Well, they have
0: no depth trend. McGurl's the only kid coming off the bench now. And losing Cartier.
1: D- Jara. Jara has been, They, like you said, they have no depth. And they're so limited offensively. Jara was one of the few guys on that team mm-hmm. that can get his own. Barry Brown can. Dean Brown, is, uh, Wade is more of a facilitator. Mm-hmm. The rest of that team, they're just not guys that can get no. their
0: own. Nope. Nope. Sneed. Nope. Not going to do it. Stokes. Eh. Periodically, I'll get uh, maybe put him in that category. All right, let's get to Iowa. I don't know what part of the um, I don't know, it's miracle. I don't know, maybe that word gets thrown out a little bit. Too that often. was as close
1: to a miracle in college <laughs> basketball as you well. Can Connor
0: find. McCaffrey, but you know what's getting overlooked? I'm pretty sure this uh, bear tips the basketball, yes, yeah, and I know they practice that mm-hmm. apparently, but come on. Yeah, I mean, and there were two guys there. Yes, it wasn't a minimum of two.
1: It was also Isaiah Moss was back behind there. So Speaking of Isaiah Moss. He it, kept him in the game.
0: Wow, that first half. Yes, and it wasn't him shooting the basketball. No, it was him going, Trent, in with the physical players mm-hmm. that Rutgers, and they've got a whole roster full of them.
1: You he was fearless. would have never seen Isaiah Moss do this, and this is something that I've touched on as the development of his game. A year ago, That guy doesn't show up. Mm. That guy doesn't do those kind of things. If he's not hitting jump shots, if he's not getting jump shots, Mm -hmm. he checks out. But his game has come such a far, long ways this year. And there are times that you're kind of looking, where's Isaiah Moss? He could still get lost on the defensive end. Mm -hmm. There's still stretches where it doesn't seem like he's completely invested. But he is so much more of a basketball player than he was, which was frankly just a jump shooter. That's all he ever was. His game has come a long way, and without him... Up themselves double digits maybe
0: at the half. I, I think they are. I, I really do. Boy, P- Michael was taking Bohannon out of that game. Mm-hmm. Come hell or high yes. water, uh, and Bohanan still got a few of them. But boy, boy, they made it difficult on him. You know, I looked at the box score yesterday, and I thought that there was a mistake. I thought that Creener, you look at his box score, mm-hmm. he was way better than what. If you didn't see the game and you just looked at the box score, he didn't score. Nope. He took one shot. Um, had a few rebounds. I thought that the, and he didn't play a ton of minutes, but when he was on the floor, Trent, I thought he had a real, because he's a, he's a kid that's willing, and he did get his nose dirty. Was it him that got his nose bloodied? Mm. Was that that? I think it was. And they, 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 they called it. We thought it was going to be a flagrant one. Then it was just a common foul. Well, hang on a second. Here's a guy's nose is, is swelling up and is is bleeding from the bridge of his nose. Um, uh, really? Anyways,
1: um, yeah, see that I, was a fast forward game for me. So oh. I'm getting set up down at Wells
0: Fargo for Saturday night. By the way, you've round. got and you and deservedly so. People recognize what you're doing for this station high school wise, and, and hats off to you for this.
1: Thank you. And and the state wrestling tournament is year after year, those opening rounds with all the mats, championships Saturday night. It's so well done. Now I mean,
0: was it packed even with the weather? It was.
1: It was, and I didn't know the weather until I looked outside. Well, actually, I take that back. There was a shot with, I don't know, a couple weight classes. It's probably in the 9 o'clock hour, and as they were coming back from one of the TV timeouts, they had the TV up on the big screen, up above. Oh, did they? On the hanging. Yeah. And the shot that NBC Sports Chicago came back with was an outside shot with all the snow blowing. <laughs> Yeah. And Does the, it
0: started about 8 o'clock, I think, somewhere around the there. The booze cascading oh, down. Bet. And it was great
1: because the kids getting ready to wrestle the next Man, they're looking up like, "What? what is going what did I do on? Wrong? And, yeah. <laughs> like,
0: did I do something? What do you got against the guy I'm about uh, to wrestle? Because
1: maybe the the loudest one that we got all night was the booze that came down after that one. But so I had to watch the Rutgers game and fast forward. And all right, watched the first half, had it on as I was getting set up. I'm like, up, did you know the score? Going to turn off the phone.
0: Yeah.
1: I'll I'll put it on silent just in case I need something. You never know something could go wrong. All right, I'll keep it just on silent. And I hear, I feel seven ten probably. Is that about what time it ended? Mm, yeah, roughly. Yeah, I started at five. It's been seven ten, seven fifteen. My yeah. My phone starts going crazy. Yeah. Bump 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 bump. The buzz, right. the buzz, the buzz, the buzz. I'm like, hey, you can't stay away from that. Something happened. Yeah. Something happened here. So I go on Twitter quick during the next commercial mm-hmm. break and and saw it there. So I watched the second half and fast Highly forward.
0: Highly improbable. Yeah. And
1: but who team. cares?
0: I mean, I checked. The, I checked the standings at ESPN.com and the Register today. Mm-hmm. Trent, I couldn't find a single asterisk beside the Hawkeyes. No,
1: they all count, right? <laughs> they all count.
0: I don't give a damn if it was a miracle or improbable. Does it? Does this change
1: this Iowa team? Is it? Is it something that we're going to look back upon? And this was part of something special. You
0: know what? I think we can look back on last year, and I think Tyler Cook said it best when their last kind of improbable victory, right? That last year we don't win this basketball game. Right. This year they've won this basketball game. Now three times like this, right? There's this fourth. It's three for sure. Um, but they're winning games that last year they wouldn't have. So you can see progress, I think, right there. Look, Trent, the game tomorrow against Maryland with Wisconsin on the horizon. I know there's Indiana's in between there and Ohio State. Um But now there's an attainable goal of the double, it's it's in play now. Everybody's coming back to them a little bit. Correct. And the schedule sets up. And they're doing what they need to do, so when teams do come back, you're holding your spot, waiting
1: for them. That means winning at Rutgers, Mm -hmm. that means beating Northwestern, holding serve at home. Those are the things you have to do. You're going to have to beat Maryland, you're going to have to beat Mm -hmm. Wisconsin, you're going to have to do those things.
0: But down the stretch, Did you see Maryland-Michigan early on Saturday? That was my early game of the little 11.
1: Most of the first half is what I watched. and uh, I had to move away for the second half. But, yeah, most of that, Maryland, back end of a two-game road trip. I, I told you before, mm-hmm. the numbers are not very good. Now,
0: would they have gone home? That's Tuesday, so probably so. Guess, yeah, I would yeah. think probably so.
1: Probably went to class today, and
0: they'll, they'll yeah. hop on the plane to this afternoon. Probably so. Yep. Um, uh, cause if it was, Monday, cause didn't I was state, there was a couple of times that they stayed in this. But those were for big Mondays. Yeah, it was a Saturday, yep. Monday that they yep. stayed in Oklahoma or Texas. I, I don't remember, but yeah, they probably did go home. Uh, but nonetheless, you'll get a Maryland team coming off a loss tomorrow. Like they still got guys. Mm-hmm. They still got guys, but I love the way this Hawkeye team is playing. We're very fortunate, again, to, to kind of go back, uh, to where we started the hour. Yeah, just think back twelve months, folks. Last we were. This was Keith. awful. It was.
1: Wiggins is he going to jump? Cook is he going to jump? Those were our mm-hmm. conversations. But the game to game minutia. Nah,
0: there was no buzz. There was it didn't matter. It was it was going to be over for the Valley in February, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Iowa was going to be done in. Because they were early, so they were going to be done way earlier. Their season concluded March 1st. If they would have lost Illinois,
1: it would have been in February. That's correct. I and remember there was that, that number point. Yep. first time since 1932 yep. their season would have ended in February or something Excellent
0: like uh, memory on you, Trent. I remember having that exact conversation that can they get to the month of March. Right. And they did. <laughs> that, that, we we got a couple of shows out of that conversation. Yeah, probably a couple of segments, yeah. right? but we were fortunate <laughs> to get But look at this year, it's... You know it's feast or famine. Mm-hmm. We're eating good this this uh in two thousand and nineteen. And it's a bit unfortunate for
1: Drake and the season they're putting together because I when mean, Iowa State are so good. Yeah, but
0: I think this I think that it's getting look, here's the thing. I and we've said this before. Brian Harden, you're a brilliant mm-hmm. Brian Harden hiring Michael Admire, who had never done play by play. You can get better at play by play, and maybe he's good enough to begin with. But that's not I don't think that's why he got the job. For the social media aspect. Yes. Sound off? I mean, Admire's one of the 13 families still, right? He's no right. longer there on a daily basis, but 13 is going to... Go, and, it's, and here, they make it a lot easier this year because Drake is a story. Mm-hmm. So it's easier to keep up on that. But even when they were just kind of creeping up the standings a little bit, they were getting more publicity, more looks because of the relationship with Admire. Brian Harden made an ama- two amazing hires. Now, DeVries is bigger. Yes. <laughs> He's a basketball coach.
1: <laughs> He's the one that's making this
0: thing go. Now, what did Hatfield Club have against him? Because every time that job came open, mm-hmm. he was rumored, because we don't know for sure. Um, but you would hear that name. Yes. You would talk were, to Drake the people, first name. and it'd be, DeVries wants the job. Yes. DeVries wants the job. Right. And oh, maybe yeah. that's why he didn't get it, because he made it known. Because there are athletic directors, you know this. If you go public with your interest in the job, mm-hmm. most times... You're not going to get it for what's, whatever reason.
1: What's the old adage, adage sometimes, your first answer is the correct one? Yeah. Well, that was the first one. That, that's where your name should always go mm-hmm. to. And maybe athletic directors as a whole, they they want something to be their own. They they want to make the choice and the choice to be theirs. Mm. And, and you hear that a lot of times. Maybe that's what it was for Hatfield Club. I know how to do this, and I'm going to do this my own way. Right. And I'm going to go down to Arizona State. I'm going to
0: bring Mark I don't Feltz. need help. Keno Davis, yeah, thanks for what you did, but we'll be fine. Right. Speaking of, I Mark, got this. speaking of Mark Phelps, you see he's suspended at Arizona. He's, he's in deep water. Yeah. That that program's in deep water. I think Mark Phelps to begin with was the he's a fall guy in some ways. Yeah. You know, he's going to wear it for now, but I don't think Miller's going to survive. Um Can't. we'll see. I don't think he can. Now Kansas is getting caught the victim. Remember the statement oh, yes. that Kansas put out yes. when it first? We're victims in this. Well, remains to be seen. We will talk next with Rob Doster, NBC Sports. He's College Basketball Talk. You know, his Saturday recap column, I don't know if I was going to say this to him on the air. Maybe I should. I think I will. He can write. Yes, he can. He's really good. His podcast, I tell you, I listen to that. I'm not a
1: podcast listener. I think you would really enjoy it. He does some different things. And last Wednesday was my favorite of the year that he does with uh, Brian Snow from 24-7. Why your team sucks. Mm-hmm. And they talk about all the top teams and mm-hmm. why they're they're not good. And What did he say about Tennessee? Tennessee, it was, can they win? Because for teams like that, it's about winning six in a row, right? Yeah. And even four in a row. Mm-hmm. And I think they talked about some of the offensive teams. Kentucky was a matchup nightmare for yes. Tennessee. P.J. Washington, as we talked about. Oh, my about. God. And how about the play of uh, the Stanford kid, uh, Reed Travis? Yep. He was really good. Mm -hmm. Good to see that. You know what? Semi-local Minnesota kid, right? Oh, is he? I didn't realize that. I I believe so. Yeah.
0: Um, Yeah, I think I did see. I think you are right. He is a Minnesota kid, but you know, he gives them some age. Yes. (laughs) You know, some some wisdom, if you will. All these. Well, Washington came back, but there's a whole lot of youngsters on that on that roster. Boy, they were good on Saturday night. My God. Pretty good weekend of college basketball overall. It was.
1: You know, early on... Although, you know what? You, go ahead. Sorry. Until we got to the Iowa State, that kind of second window... The,
0: the 1 o'clock window, I agree with you. Yeah, I, I agree with you. The kept, 11 o'clock
1: was great. Michigan and Maryland. I was running some errands. I kept looking at the phone. All right, mm-hmm. do I need to sneak back early? I don't and remember
0: who I watched in that window.
1: There was a Big East game that was turned out to be a blowout. Mm-hmm. Just wasn't good, but... I know we got to the Iowa State game late. We got Iowa State, we got Rutgers, and the Iowa-Rutgers game, so that helped. And the that long was right run. on
0: time, because that was FS1. But yeah. the Iowa State game did not get to it, I don't know how much we missed. Missed a, maybe the first, till the first media timeout, I think. But anyway. But you know what was weird was yesterday. Because I'm not into NASCAR. No. Although, you know what? I turned it on. You about did? 30 seconds before the wreck. Oh, really? That was... Talk about timing. Yeah, and then I turned it off right after that because I knew I'd seen what I needed. I have no idea One.
1: Did you watch... I Neither mean, do I. Did you watch any NBA All-Star games? Not not, not not a single second. Not a single dribble. I watched more than I anticipated. Did you? I was mostly on the AF, AAF.
0: Started there with Wadley. Yeah. I'm anxious to see the numbers from this week. That's a good call. You know? Because I didn't They're going to be any, down. I sure. mean, they weren't on network TV this week no tNT Saturday night and uh, yesterday was the last night was the NFL network NFL for network. for Wadley and Company yep um, and that was the only game that I saw all weekend because of college but and then I didn't stay with it very long because I'm into this true detective, and it was ah. the second last show last night you know as, as good as the first one was, and it didn't never be topped. Uh, McConaughey and Harrelson were just phenomenal, and then the, the one in the middle was really bad. this one's really good who's who's the actors? You know what? I knew you were going to ask me. You you know him, though? No. Oh. But the guy that's um, the lead is in the movie that's really popular right now. It's kind of like a, oh, I'm so bad at this. (laughs) Remember (laughs) Driving Miss Daisy? I do, yeah. There's kind of, and I've never seen the movie, but that's kind of what I take. My take, what's the guy's name? I don't know. I don't know his name. don't know his name. Hmm, if you played here. a position, I could help you.
1: Right, right. We're better at that. This is
0: not our strength here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm. pretty shallow. I'm sports, and that's it. Are you gonna, Are you finding it? Uh, starring Mahersha Ali. That's it. Carmen and he's and in a Jocko. movie. Find the movie he's in. It's a really big-name movie okay. that I think is going to win some Academy Awards. All right. I'm at least I think that's the guy.
1: Rolling recent. Spider-Man?
0: No. Green Book. Yes. Green Book. Isn't that, isn't that nominated for someone? You don't know either. You're asking the wrong guy. Yeah, right. Hey, let's uh, get back to our streak. What do you say? And that's Rob Doster on college basketball. He's next. Miller and Condon till noon. Glad you're with us. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Polar Plunge. Keep up with KXNO on Twitter and Facebook. Go to KXNO.com to learn more. From 1460 KXNO. All the local shows with you today. The Rush got things going. Uh, We take you until noon. Murph and Andy today, as always, 2 to 4. And then the uh, Fanatics uh, for Afternoon Drive. Let's get Rob Doster in here, NBC Sports. Rob Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming on, Rob Doster. How are you?
2: I am doing great. What's going on, gentlemen? Well, it you know was, uh, what? It was a good weekend in your state, for college.
0: Hoops. Boy, also, yeah. Then, especially going back to last year, Rob, where it, it was just dismal. You know, I got to give you credit, my friend. You're a hell of a writer. You know, every time, the more I read of Rob Doster at NBC Sports College Basketball Talk, you, I, I knew you knew your stuff, and you were great on the radio. But boy, oh boy, you can uh, really tap that keyboard. You're very good at what you do.
2: Well, I appreciate that, and um, you know, if you want to sent to my boss with an <laughs> email that's that headline Bob deserves a raise I will not complain indeed <laughs> uh, you know your
0: Saturday piece I love it the uh, Saturday things to know and you kind of go around and because it's hard to keep up with everything, right? It's uh, uh, it's difficult. There's just so much thing, so many things going on. Barrett was terrific. I want to start with the locals normally, and we'll get to national. And that's one of the reasons we love having you on. Is you know, there's there's more than the Big Ten and the Big Twelve, and you know, we sometimes we forget that, and uh, we bring you on to talk national college basketball. We'll get to Tennessee and Kentucky, but I want to start in the Big Twelve. Indeed, Wade gets down. Iowa Star gets hurt. Um, Iowa State goes on the road. Never gave. I didn't think K State a chance in that basketball game it was uh, it was more than the Wade uh, injury that uh, allowed Iowa State to do what they did uh, all of a sudden this Big 12 race it's wide open I know you won't go anywhere other than Kansas but this really is Rob um, going to be a hell of a race
2: yeah it really is and you know I think there are probably three games left in the regular season that are really going to end up deciding who wins this conference uh, it is Kansas has to play at Texas Tech, right? Texas yep, Saturday. Texas has to play at Iowa State.
0: No, is it Saturday um, or Monday? When's Kansas-Texas uh, no, Tech? next
2: Saturday. That's what I they thought. A, okay. Kansas gets a week to prepare for. It, yep. Um, they get Texas Tech on the road. Texas Tech has to play at Iowa State in the last game of the regular season. Mm-hmm. And then Kansas State still has to play um, at Kansas. And I think those are going to be the three games that kind of decides it all. And if I'm a betting man with Kansas State, you know, Dean Wade kind of banged up. I don't know how serious that foot injury is. Bruce Weber didn't sound too worried about it after the game. He said it was just kind of like a soreness thing. But, um, you know, for a guy that's missed significant time each of the last few seasons with a foot injury, I would not feel too confident if I was a Kansas State fan. Um, so with that injury, combined with the fact that they still have to play at Kansas, you know, I, I'm kind of looking at this and, uh, and, and thinking that this is probably going to be the year where Kansas gets it done again. You know, we, we say it every season, right? we just got to wait for um, for things to break the right way for Kansas. And, you know, if anybody was smart and sharp as a better, they probably would have said, like, hey, you know what? Iowa State's playing the Kansas State. This is the kind of thing where Kansas is going to find a way to, uh, to to work their magic and get a Kansas State loss. So some of us were profitable <laughs> with that decision on Saturday. The one thing I will say is this, though, and t- you guys need to tell me if I'm crazy here. I think Texas Tech has the second-best chance to get it done. I do, too. For two reasons. I totally agree. One, nobody is playing better than them in that conference right now. right? The They won their last four games by an average of 24 points. And, and, yes, they haven't really played anyone too difficult during that stretch. But the bigger, bigger thing is that they are shooting in their last three games 44.7% from three while taking more than 25 threes per game. So this isn't just a small sample. They've hit 34 threes in their last three games. And if they are going to shoot like that, they are a very, very different team because we know they are the best defensive team in college basketball, flat out, bar none, point blank, the best defensive team in college basketball. And if they are all of a sudden the kind of team, I don't think they're going to shoot 44% the rest of the year because that would might be like the best that anybody shot ever in the history of Ken Palm's database. But I do think that they can be like a 40% three-point shooting team. And if they're a 40% three-point shooting team, and they got a real shot at this because they get Kansas at home, which is a game that they can win at home, and they play at Kansas State. And those are two of the four teams that are currently chasing that title. And then you throw in the fact that their other three games are – uh who do they get? Oki State, TCU, and Texas. Yep. Those are all winnable games. And Kansas State is going to be playing potentially without Dean Wade, yep. and they still have to go to Kansas to play, which is a game mm-hmm. that, like, look, I'm just gonna put it out there. They ain't winning that. Texas Tech looks like the sneaky bet to uh, to kind mm-hmm. of win that Big 12 title. And look, I will go to my grave saying this man. They would have won that league last year if Keenan Evans did not break the foot. And yeah. you might we might end up being in a situation where Kansas wins it again this year, and we say we're going to our graves saying Dean Wade would have won it <laughs> if he did not hurt his foot.
1: Kansas Devin Dotson, he has figured it out. That's a freshman that is a difference maker, Trent. He's broken through in a big way and it's Kansas, and, and Bill Selfie seems to always push the right buttons. But with that a step further, past the regular season and what happens in Kansas City, which team has the most upside come NCAA tournament time?
2: I Well, look, if Texas Tech is going to shoot the way they shot recently, then I think that they are right there. Um, I also think that Iowa State is just uh, – the way that they can match up with people, and I mean, we've talked about this before, but they have that same kind of style of play that teams like Villanova did last season, where they just create mismatches all over the floor. And the thing that's so promising about it is, I thought Taylor Horton Tucker, what he can do on the defensive end, since he is—I mean, he's only six four and he's like two hundred forty pounds, but he's got what like a seven foot two wingspan. So you're not going to really back him down because like he's one of these guys that is just the, the weight that he has—he's immovable. Is immovable. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to move him on the block unless you know. If, he can match up with someone like a Grant Williams at the four, right? He could probably match up mm-hmm. with someone like a PJ Washington. And, you know, I'm not going to say he's going to win that matchup, but it's not going to be, um, he's not going to make it easy on you. So I think that that is, uh, something that plays well into their hands. Then they have, they have guys that can really shoot it at four different positions on the perimeter. If all four of those guys are able to create off the bounce, all four of those guys are able to work the ball screens. All four of those guys are switchable defensively. So. You just become a very, very difficult team to match up with. And, you know, when they get it going, they can do things like going to Kansas State and win by 14. They can do things like beat Kansas by 17 points. The problem is they can also do things like get their tail kicked at home by PCU. So, um, my concern with them is that they, it, they haven't quite been as consistent as you want to see a team be. Because if you have to win four straight games to get to the final four against good teams, you don't want to be one of those teams that plays two good games and then you know has a stinker, because that's the kind of thing that will get you knocked out in the first weekend of the tournament. Um, so I think they probably have the highest ceiling. I just don't know how much I can actually trust them at this point. Does that make sense?
1: I buy it. I I'm can go in. that route. Absolutely. Let's go across the state then. Let's go to Iowa. Back-to-back, improbable victories. Down 15 with four and a half to go against Northwestern. Then the bank shot from the corner... Rob, you're a good baller back in the day. You, you never could hit that shot, could you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you can plan to make a bank from the corner three like that, then you might as well just go to the NBA now because you are a better shooter than Steph Curry
1: is. Camp's awesome. I bet, and, Rob, I know you like Ken Palm. I was looking. So Ken Pomeroy, when you click on each player individually, they give you comps, players that they're similar to, similar stages in their career. How about this comp for Joe Wieskamp? Dante DiVincenzo for Villanova his freshman year. Tyler Hawes at BYU, who was really mm-hmm. good. Chase Buttinger at uh, Arizona. Luke Kennard. Pretty good company there for Joe Wieskamp.
2: Yeah, not bad. You know, he's really, really shot the ball well. And I don't know how many people uh, necessarily knew who he was um, coming into college. So here, here is where I am on Iowa. Yes, these kind of last-second wins have been a lot of fun, and they've been really impressive. And, you know, you've got to credit Jordan Bohannon for having the uh, – let's say the intestinal fortitude to be able to make the shot that he's made um, in recent games. But on the other hand, you know, how good is Iowa if they are down by 15 points at home with four minutes left against a Northwestern team that isn't really all that good. I know Rutgers has been better this year, but if you are a top like 15 to 20 kind of team in college basketball, should you be losing on the road to Rutgers? I don't know. Probably not. So... Um, I do think that this is a really good team. I do think that they have proven that they can make big shots down the stretch. And, like, when it comes down to it, you know, I I know that there's a little bit of a debate over whether or not, like, being clutch in sports actually exists. I am a believer in it. I am a believer in um, being able to have kind of, like, the uh, mental strength to be able to handle executing and making a shot in a crunch time moment. Um, And I think that Iowa has proven. Uh, without a doubt, that they do have guys that are able to handle those moments and make those shots, and I think that that's going to be big in March. But I also don't know if I'm at the point where I think Iowa is good and they've just made a couple of big shots and maybe that's going to end up progressing to the mean mm-hmm. eventually, or if this is just a team that is like a team of destiny kind of a thing. So I'm kind of on – I'm a little bit still wait and see with Iowa more than I am with Iowa State and maybe some other teams in the Big Ten. But I'll tell you what, man – Getting those wins and making those shots will make a difference in where they end up getting seeded in the NCAA tournament. And if you end up being, I don't know, like a a five seed versus a seven seed, and all of a sudden you don't have to play one of the top three seeds until you get to the second weekend, then that is the kind of thing that can change what your fortunes are in the NCAA tournament and whether or not you're a Sweet 16 team or a team that doesn't make it past the first
0: weekend. I, I do want to get to Tennessee and Kentucky, um, so we'll try and save some time to do that. But I got to ask you about the Big Ten overall. Injuries are starting to mount up for Sparty. Uh, Michigan had a real impressive win over Maryland. Maryland's uh, at Carver t- tomorrow night to take on the Hawks. Uh, Wisconsin is still very much in the hunt. So, with can can Michigan State overcome these injuries, or is it looking now that Michigan's path? and we're going to see this game twice here in the next couple of weeks. Um, Michigan's path is a whole lot easier, Rob, or is that unfair?
2: It, I mean, it's a whole lot easier. There's, It, it really is simple. You know, your, Michigan State was already a team that was playing at a little bit of a talent deficit compared to some other teams that were in that national title conversation. Now they lost their best perimeter score in Josh Langford and their best low post score in Nick Ward. You know, any team in the country, it doesn't matter who you are any team in the country, you lose two of your three best players and two of your top three scores, you are not going to be anywhere near as good as you were when you had a full roster. It's just as simple as that.
1: Rob Doster, let's go to the game of the weekend. Kentucky, Tennessee. And uh, we were talking about your podcast last week, Why Your Team Sucks. That's kind of what you said about Tennessee, why they sucks. A game like that, they couldn't match up physically with Kentucky.
2: Yeah, and, and here's the thing. you know, Grant Williams is one of these guys, that kind of thrives on the fact that he is going to be stronger, he is going to have more leverage, mm-hmm. he is going to have it better. Um, you know, he, he's, he's shorter than most guys with bone arms, like kind of like a, a, a Talon Horton Tucker thing. He's going to be able to move you because he has a lower center of gravity. He really understands how to work angles as much as anybody in the country. And he ran into a guy in Reed Travis that is bigger than him, mm-hmm. stronger than him, taller than him, better at using leverage than him, Understands angles just as well as he does, so, so that kind of took Grant Williams out of what he wanted to do. And the problem is with Tennessee is they are a team that basically runs stuff through the paint and through the post. You know they don't they don't really have all that many three point shooters. They are, uh, you know, they lead the nation. Uh, they are one of the highest teams in the nation when it comes to their assist rate. But they're also uh, only 20 teams in college basketball to get a higher percentage of their points off two pointers, and only 21 teams in the country that get a lower percentage of their points off of three-pointers in Tennessee. Everything they do is through the paint, through the drives, through scoring on the low block, through Grant Williams, through Admiral Schofield finding mismatches in the post. And what happening against Tennessee is 2 full one Grant Williams was taken away by Reed Travis. Two, Kentucky, playing at home, had a point to prove after losing to LSU, realizing that this was the chance that they were going to have to stay in the SEC regular, mm-hmm. t- regular season title race. And three, Kyle Alexander fell out. And without Kyle Alexander, it meant that uh, Tennessee had to play 22 minutes with Grant Williams at the five, who's six six, and Admiral Schofield at the four, who's six foot five. And Tennessee, or I'm sorry, Kentucky. Right now, I don't know if there is a team in the country that has a front line that is playing better than Kentucky's front line as of this very moment. PJ Washington has been, I think you can make the argument, been the best player in college basketball for the last month. Reed Travis is really coming around. So Tennessee just ran into a situation where they had a bad matchup against a team that was not happy about the way that the last game ended, playing at home against the number one team in the country with a chance to keep their name in their conference title race, and it just showed. I don't think that this says as much about Tennessee in terms of what their ceiling is as a team as it does saying, like, okay, this is what Kentucky can be, and this was a really, really bad matchup and a really, really bad spot for Tennessee to be in.
0: Hmm. Will you be surprised on Selection Sunday if Tennessee is still a one?
2: I will not. And that's because they still play LSU and Kentucky. So they have the chances to go get the elite wins that they need to get.
0: Mm -hmm. We'll see. Rob, great stuff. Uh, Appreciate it as always. Rob Doster, NBC Sports. Uh, We will talk to you next Monday. College Basketball Talk. Thank you, Rob. Appreciate it.
2: And all of you listeners out there, if you want to send an email to my boss saying that I'm great, I'm sure that he will appreciate it as well. Uh,
0: we will do that, Rob. You're very talented. <laughs> Thanks for what you do for us, Rob. We'll talk to you in a week's time.
2: Thanks, guys. Good catching yeah,
0: up. Yeah, good to talk to you. Rob Doster, NBC Sports College Basketball Talk. Did you see the end of the Texas Tech-Baylor game where the walk-on... The walk-on
1: with the LU,
0: Yes. And Chris Beard was apoplectic. hmm Went out and and grabbed his the Uber, <laughs> and took him over to Scott Drew as they're going through the handshake line. Right. Beard paused, waited for his guy. I don't remember which one it was, to you know to walk past them toward the back of the handshake line to take his place. Stopped him and made him apologize to Scott Drew. It's kind of been fifty-fifty the response, the reaction to that. I think what Chris Beard did was the absolute right thing to do, but I'm old.
1: The other side of it is, we've seen coaches at the end of blowouts tell
0: their kids to keep playing. Baylor was still playing defense, Trent. So that's good. I'm glad you uh, because I should have put that out there. Baylor was still trying to stop them because with the new net component, offensive
1: efficiency is a component. Will Wade of LSU, he has said his teams, we're up ten or we're up nine. Make it ten. Make it ten uh-huh. because that counts in the efficiency. And is it? Minuscule, Yes, it is, mm-hmm. but every little bit counts, and maybe mm-hmm. it costs you a seed line. Why not? Yeah, fair play point. Play the full 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I was not surprised because Beard is that kind of guy. That wasn't the surprising angle about it. Mm-hmm. And it's fine. I don't got a big problem with it, no.
0: Yeah, it's not that I have a problem with it. I just, I thought that Chris Beard did the right thing. Um, making sure Man, it didn't the story. I playing defense. I mean, we go back to the Cyhawk game, right? Yes. The yes, end of the Psy yes. Hawk game. Iowa State was playing defense. You're going to play D. We'll You're gonna play O. Play D, we're going to play O. And Bohanna goes down the lane and scores. Um, yeah, interesting. We'll take time out, come back, finish the hour. A lot of Iowa State and Iowa conversation still to come. We've got Dylan Mons, Ames Tribune. He's uh, with us in about uh, 20 minutes or so. And then Scott Dockham in the bottom of the 11 o'clock hour. Of course, Dock with the athletic. Uh, both of the schools kind of tricky tomorrow night. Have you seen the slate tomorrow? Seven mm-hmm. o'clock for the Hawks, eight o'clock. Although I'm not sure who precedes. Iowa will start on time. 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. Iowa State probably, I mean, I hope they're a few minutes late. Mm-hmm. Make a, a little bit of um, yeah, Push separation. Push that tip time to 8, 8, by me. Uh, we'll take a timeout. Uh, two big, big games here with our two in-state teams tomorrow night. Uh, we will take a timeout, come back and finish up the hour. Miller and Condon are on Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO.